Alright y'all, welcome back to another episode of A Working Man's Take. I got a few things to address before we get into the topics of the night. Um, so buckle up. Some of y'all might not like him, I'm going to give you fair warning. Alright y'all, some of y'all ain't gonna like this part, some of y'all might unsubscribe, stop following, stop listening, stop viewing, unfollow me on social media, and that's fine. Um, I have been consistent from the beginning about how we need to start separating. How we need to separate what people in the military do in the military and what they do in their political life. What I addressed last night about General Colin Powell, that's why I called him General Colin Powell. Because I was addressing the great achievements and accomplishments and bravery he had while he was in the military. And when I say rest in peace, that means let him, let him rest. Let him rest. Alright, yeah, yeah. In his political life, in the, in the life we got to see play out on camera, was he good? No. And I didn't say he was. What I did address was his military career. So don't say I've been inconsistent because I say it all the time. A great example is Dan Crenshaw. Now you would think that somebody that went to combat as a Navy SEAL, which Navy SEALs, I mean, you are one of the toughest people on the damn planet, period. You are. You're damn sure in the elite group of people on this planet. To go to combat, lose an eye, and then go back to combat and have the Navy force retire you, you're one tough SOB. Period. But that doesn't make you a good politician. Ain't that right, Dan Crenshaw? Ain't that right, Tulsi Gabbard? Just because you serve bravely does not make you a good politician. Just because Colin Powell, Colin Powell served bravely in Vietnam and earned his way up to general, I praised him for that because that takes bravery, guts, courage, and integrity, which he didn't always display in his political career. And I've been consistent on that point from the beginning. Hell, way back, way back, talking about Cornyn uh, running against H Hager, whatever her name is, right? Talking about how she had a you know Purple Heart recipient and all that. Well, that doesn't mean she was going to be a good politician, and I did everything I could to make sure she didn't win, and some lame-ass bastard did. Okay, so don't say I've been inconsistent on this and I shouldn't be praising Colin Powell. I didn't praise Colin Powell for his political shortcomings. I praised Colin Powell for his military career and left it at that. So I wish y'all would too. Now I do, however, very much, I, and I mean this wholeheartedly, I very much appreciate the fire y'all displayed. No, he spoke out against us to hell with him. Okay, but we got to separate things. See, we, we can't be, when we get done winning this country back, one, it, it won't ever be done, so I shouldn't have said it like that. When we win in 22 and 24, it just means the game continues and we got to keep fighting. We got to stay in the game. But when our, our numbers called and Judgment Day comes for one of us, 
one at a time or all of us all at once, however that shall happen. When we got an answer, do you want to have wrong answers? I don't. So when I say we got to play this game by, by their rules, but our way, it means keep our, keep our souls clean. And trampling on somebody's grave is not keeping your soul too clean. It isn't. You can rag on me about that. That's fine. Cool. Whatever. Just know for damn sure, however you come at me is how I come back at you. Now, I got to address something else. Some, something else that came up on the topic of Colin Powell. If you still are following Q, can can you go get checked? And I'm, I'm being quite serious there. Can you go get checked? Q. Now, the, the base idea of Q, everybody should be able to get behind and back up and support. Stop child sex trafficking. But let me explain something to each and every one of you, and I want you to listen carefully if you haven't tuned out already. Q is a fake. Now, I highly suspect Q, the whole thing, was to suck us in with child sex trafficking. I mean, that's who, who can't get behind, who with a soul can't say, yeah, we should definitely back an organization that wants to put an end to child sex trafficking. 100% yes every single one of us is going to say yes to that but how many times does Q have to say on this date something big is going to, going to happen and that date comes and goes and nothing happens there is no government entity coming to save us it ain't happening Colin Powell isn't in Gitmo Colin Powell passed away. Hillary Clinton is not in Gitmo. These are not clones you see walking around on the street. It's not true. If I have to keep telling you that, then maybe you have other issues that I'm not qualified to help you with. You can get mad all you want. That's fine. It's cool. It's cool. But QAnon is fake. The idea of QAnon, the base idea, the core, the foundation idea of stopping child sex trafficking, oh, that's awesome. And everybody better get behind that. But the idea of the military being in control and and Trump's writing the script and and their clones that we see or or pre-recorded messages or or recorded from Gitmo or that they aren't really dead they're in prison confessing and uh, n no no and more no on top of that and then that served up nice and hot on a platter with a giant ass no sandwich with it you understand and if you still believe that I can't help you because you've been lied to time and 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 time again how many dates have come and go how many dates have has Q set that come and nothing happens so if you're still falling for that That, there's nothing I can do. I can't help you. I can't help you. I wish I could, but I can't. So, it's, um, it's also something else I have to address. I, I always say, I'm, if I make a prediction and I turn out wrong, I say it. So far, I'm seeing some uh, 
public support for Steve Bannon, and it shocks me. It shocks me. Mark Levin, two shows in a row, talked about it. Not a whole lot of other people are that I've heard. But Mark Levin is. It really tells you how genuine Mark Levin is. It, it does. And I, that, there was no dig, no sarcasm, no tongue-in-cheek, no nothing in that. And it really tells you. Mark Levin says, I'm all in, baby. He means it. He's all in. He's all in. He's going to stake up for anybody and everybody that's attacked unduly from the left. And he's he's doing it. I heard a quick mention on Stinchfield tonight. And just a quick flash on the way to the break. And speaking of Stinchfield. Uh, this is one of those times where... I talk about myself where I say hey I said that I said that um, let me do it like this y'all Hopefully, if you're if you're watching me, one of your favorite movies like mine is Boondock Saints. And remember the opening. Remember the opening. They're in the church, and as they're walking up to the front, they're you know they're they're talking and it tells a story about uh, Kitty Genovesa. And he says, we must all fear evil men, but there is another kind of evil which we must fear most, and that is the indifference of good men. Well, that kind of goes in with what, um, which, with what I talked about last night, which almost word for word got, got said by Grant Stinchfield on Newsmax tonight. Damn near verbatim what I said last night Grant Stinchfield said now I'm not accusing the man of anything but I, you know it, it's kind of it's strange to hear your words said by somebody else but um and again not accusing them of anything but yep uh it shows, if nothing else, it shows that I'm far from the only one that thinks that it is total loser, pansy-ass crap. Ooh, don't get mad already, Andrew. Don't, don't, don't. Calm down. About passengers on that train watching that woman being raped till she went unconscious. And not helping. And that's that's the worst case I can remember. That's the worst thing I can remember. There was a, a white dude beat by five black guys last year. There's been people beaten, raped, attacked, robbed. And people just go on about their business like it isn't happened. We almost fear evil men, but there is another kind of evil which we must fear most, and that is the indifference of good men. If you have... I'm not going to speak for women. And disclaimer, I, I've met some women I wouldn't mess with. They're well trained and would probably whoop my butt. Might be a little embarrassed after I think about saying that on camera, but I already said it and I don't edit. Um, but, you know, what, what, what I fight Ronda Rousey when she was in her prime? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. Would I fight some of these other female UFC champions I don't know I just don't know what I fight uh, 
well, wouldn't hit women anyway unless I had absolutely no choice, but y'all know what I mean. Could they whoop my butt? Quite possibly. Um, I don't, I don't, it's a little embarrassing. Embarrassment is setting in. Oh, well, it's not like it happened. But, um, anyway, again, I don't edit. Um, but I'm not going to speak for women. Are there tough women? I said all that and embarrassed the crap out of myself to say, um, are there tough women? Yes, there are. Are, are there women that can that can outshoot me? Yup. Well-trained women. Sure can. They practice all the time. Get more practice in than I do, and they can they can outplink me. Um, but I'm still not going to speak for them because I'm not one. Um, but if if you consider yourself a man. If you have, it's going to get a little graphic. If you got the the three parts of male genitalia, you're not a man. If you can watch somebody get raped and you don't do anything about it, you're not a man. You're not. You're you're not. You're not. So shut up. You're not a man. And people might say, "Oh, how many times have you put your." life on life for somebody else. I got run over by a car because I, I tried to save people's lives. So, yeah, I can say it. Can you? Before you try coming at me, trolls, can you say that? No, probably not. Trolls don't even leave their mommy's house. But anyway, um, I didn't have to get hit by that car. My decision making got had me get hit by that car because I was trying to save people's lives. Period. Not a lot of people could say that. And I'm very proud of that. How many people would put themselves on the line for somebody else? Not enough. That's the answer. Because you got this all the time. People getting singled out. In a crowd. A crowd of people. Nobody does a damn thing. We must all fear evil men. But there's another kind of evil which we must fear most. And that is the indifference of good men. Period. Boom. You know, I, I see, I see a lot of people hitting the hitting the weights, going to the gym. Would would you use that muscle if it came down to it? I don't know. I don't know if they would. Going by what I've seen in the news lately, I don't think they would. Coming up, we got uh, people that that would act self. Lessly. did act selflessly they would probably do it again and that is act selflessly um so a few show shows back i talked about port island texas port island texas we need to build port island texas so we can accommodate these giant ass ships that are anchored off the coast of fufonia this came out it just it just happens it happens oh um, I was right yep I was right I was right they are now rerouting ships to Florida and Texas you going through the Panama Canal to unload and get this supply chain unsnagged yep I, I said it. I'm glad. I, I had to toot my own horn out there to hat tip Bongino to show you all you're not wasting your time here. I get things wrong and I always call it out if I, if I catch it. So I don't catch everything. But I make predictions that come out wrong sometimes. And usually when they do, I'm very happy because if I get all my predictions right we're screwed booed and tattooed um gonna move on now news flash of the day this morning channel 13 announced the hollywood to houston population pipeline is overflowing 
A new study suggests Harris County ranks as the number one destination for most are from Los Angeles County home to Hollywood. Oh, great. Oh, my damn. got plans to get Harris County back too might be I don't know hopefully these people aren't idiots and realize that they just moved thousands some odd miles two thousand miles however many miles it is because Democrats suck and they destroy everything um, in 2019 3263 followed by San Diego 840 and Riverside County 698 I hope 95% of them are voting Republican now. We will find out <laughs> in not that much more time. A prime reason appears to be housing costs. The median price difference in 2020 between home in LA and Harris County was $482,000. Crap, they are also gaining 577 square feet in additional space. Damn! But they hate the humidity, though. <laughs> I, I bet they hate the humidity. You know, but if it's coming from L.A. County, all the gunfights won't, won't disturb them that much. They're used to that. Uh... The revolving door for violent criminals on the court, you know, courthouses. If you're a violent criminal, you just, it's like that, uh, what is that, turnstile door that you can get stuck in and walk around until somebody helps you get out. Um, shut up, you're lying. That did not happen to me when I was a child. That's propaganda. That's um, lies and propaganda. That was a Russian plant. It wasn't me. It was a clone. Um, if I do, uh, <laughs> don't laugh at your own jokes. Why do American citizens have a problem getting a flight to where we need? Well, not okay. Let me start this over because I don't get on. Can you imagine me on an airplane, sir? Put on your mask. Kiss Mars. Kiss all of my ass, sir. We need you to leave. Make me. Yeah, I'd be on the damn news. Take about two minutes. Okay, so question. Why do American citizens have a problem getting a flight to where they need to be, but illegal immigrants are flown from border states to another state during the night to transplant them? And most of them, a large percentage, I should say, a large percentage of them are going to New York City. Now, why would that be? Can anybody guess why that just might be? I'll let you think on that. Another question. Why are we being mandated and expected to shut up and wear masks and get vaccinated, but illegal aliens can come right in? Get delivered where they want to go and breathe all over everybody. Maybe we could spread lots of great diseases all around. Not to mention the return of mumps and smallpox and uh, a couple other things that we have had eradicated. Um, back to the first part, the first question. Excuse me. Um, or the, I should say the the answer to the first question um, what what happens to the aliens in the in New York what happens they, they get lost real easy right how, how are you ever going to find them uh, to um, not saying that this is definitely happening but uh, aren't there uh evil houses what's another way to put it clean it up a bit make it less dirty uh aren't there porn houses and houses of ill repute and a open line 
of travel from Manhattan to around the world for the sex trafficking. Yes, there are. See, I can't, I have I had to hold that up when I said that because y'all know, you longtime viewers know, it makes me want to punch a hole right in this damn desk. And this is this is real wood. This ain't no. This is this is real wood, and it's it's a good uh, inch and a half, two inches thick. You know, I can't get locked in a room. I need a president to make me the punisher for child molesters. Um, still waiting to try out those those wire strippers. Um, so I'm, I'm going to move on. Well, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Even if I get pissed off. I mean, all this is just too much. We had, we had the same shipping company get air quotes stuck in a canal that they're supposed to be able to go through all the time and there were shipping containers that had previously been seen at the border and, and when the children were kept in shipping containers so we had two of those stuck and also why do they go to Manhattan? We had two of those ships, cargo ships, with the shipping containers with the kids from the border. The tent city at the border, southern border, our southern border at Texas. Why do they go to Manhattan Island? Or New York City, I should say. Because that's where the, the, the end, end line is. That's where that line ends. That's where the people that paid for this whole thing are because it's harder for them to get found in and there's not really anybody looking for them let's be honest they're not they're not being looked for in new york because they're in on all this crap because they're making money off of it <sighs> evil evil when when people are, are trafficked it doesn't matter what the what the victim the person looking to get here it doesn't matter what they had in mind what well, all that matters in their circumstance is what the people calling the shots have in mind for them. they're gonna work it off and they're gonna work off thousands of dollars And it won't be like they get daily receipts. That's why they're going to New York. Now I'm going to move on. Source, just the news. Talk about a nice caveat, segue, whatever the hell it's called. Taxpayers, us, you and me, are spending 24... Now listen to this very carefully. 24.6 million a month on tent courts in Texas. Source, just the news, taxpayers, you and me, to spend $24.6 million a month on tent courts in Texas. One more time, taxpayers, you and me, to spend 24.6 million a month on tent courts. Not building a new damn courthouse. No. 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 So we're supposed to believe that a damn tent, a bunch of tents, cost $24.6 million a month. We're supposed to believe that now. Kiss all of my ass, you damn liars. There ain't no damn no. Uh-uh. I'm not saying there aren't tent courts going to be popping up. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that at all. 
I am saying it's not going to matter. It's not going to help anything. Just because, oh, yep, yep, yep. They're all good. All good people. All good people. Don't mind the guys that just came through with the tattoos on their faces. Don't mind them. Those are good people. They're misunderstood. They need jobs and hugs. Um, don't. It's just, they're carrying a bloody machete. You're on. It's 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 their culture. You xenophobe. That's not what I'm. I'm not even talking about that. What I'm talking about is, it does not cost twenty four point six million dollars a month for this. What does cost twenty four point six million dollars a month is verdict. Boom. That's right. Verdict. Hey, judge, get down there. No, uh, no, I, I don't want. I'm your boss. Get down there and handle this immigration thing. Oh, by the way, your honor, would you like to stay a judge? Well, yeah, I love this job of busting my ass to get here. Okay, here, take this money, shut up, and do what we tell you. That's what the twenty-four point six million dollars a month is for. The fraudulent Biden administration on Thursday said it will begin to comply with a federal order to reinstate the Trump era, era remain in Mexico policy known as the Migrant Protection Protocols, MPP, by mid-November. It, it, it was supposed to be immediate. I love how the judge is like holding them in contempt or something, like, you know, treating them like they're Steve Bannon. That was long gone. Steve Bannon was. That was like first year, wasn't it? He was out of there pretty quick. I remember he was one of the early ones, I believe. Trump did fire a lot of people. He he did, and I'm sure for you know he fired um, um, Ambrosia Amorosa. I shouldn't make fun of her name. She looks like somebody will cut your damn eyes out with her fingernails. But anyway, um, yeah, Steve Bannon was gone a long time ago. But yeah, they're going to hold him in contempt of Congress. Strange. Nobody's doing anything about these jackasses. It's fitting. It's jackass is is another name for donkey, and donkey is the symbol for the American Nazis, aka Democrats. So it fits. Um, they're not in too much of a damn hurry. And nobody's telling them, hey, do now, do it now. No, of course not. It's a, you know, we shouldn't we shouldn't push it. Let's not be greedy, like they told like uh, what was the Washington Post told us to slow your expectations. Expect starvation is not that bad. The people in Venezuela do it every day. Golly, we all whining about. Uh, since the floodgates opened at the border, those claiming asylum, my ass, instead of waiting. I know why they keep claiming asylum. They got the word asylum mixed up with amnesty. That's what happened. They heard John Cornyn on his first day back in office. I got amnesty right here. Right here, boss, man. That's like you done told me to do. I done went off and done it. Hey, <laughs> hey. Alright, but anyway, so they got confused. They got asylum confused with amnesty. I'm... Um, being a total sarcastic ass right now. Okay, back to the serious part of the story. Since the floodgates opened at the border, those claiming asylum, instead of waiting for waiting in their home countries or in Mexico for the immigration hearing to take place, were granted entry into the United States with no way to enforce them returning for a damn hearing. Why do we need that? We don't need to know their real name or where they are or who they're going to be with or if they have a job or got STDs or mumps, measles, the Delta variant, the Delta variant. Um, in June, the MPP was officially ended by DHS Secretary Alejandro Maenes who claimed it wasn't an effective policy. <laughs> it wasn't effective. 
You must listen to me. I'm DHS Secretary Alejandro Mayanis. It was not an effective policy because we were not gaining the amount of new voters needed to replace all the ones that we pissed off. All right. Um, I'm a little bit extra tired this week. That's where all the sarcasm and clowny stuff comes from. If you don't like it, I apologize. But, you know, providing a product here. Kind of like Hillary Clinton and Obama helped provide a whole bunch of new voters. Anyway, let's move on from, let me see, Alejandro Mayanis, who claimed it wasn't an effective policy despite National Border Patrol Council President Brandon Judd, who represent all Border Patrol agents, arguing the MPP was one of the most effective tools implemented to allow agents to do their damn jobs to secure the border. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton and Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt sued on August 13th U.S. District Judge Matthew something or other in Amarillo ordered the administration to reinstate the MPP. When was this? August. Huh. Well, ain't that special. After dragging his feet since mid-August, the Department of Homeland Security announces a plan to comply with the court order to reinstate Trump's remain in Mexico policy. They gotta hit their quota, people. They got numbers to hit. Don't you understand manufacturing? Selfish people wanting free and fair elections with legal voters. What's wrong with you? But the administration refused to comply and the case went all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court on August 24th. The High Court by a vote of 6-3. Wow denied the administration's request for a stay on the federal judge's ruling, resulting in the administration being forced to comply and reinstate the policy. However, the administration still hasn't done a damn thing. And Paxton and Smith vowed to pursue measures to enforce the law. Okay, question number one. Where the hell are the rest of the AGs? Where, where? Missouri? Missouri? Where's Arizona? Where's the one from Florida? Louisiana? Oklahoma? Georgia? Oh, my dumbass. I said Georgia. I forgot who that was. Ratburger. Isn't that Ratburger still? Is he in or out? I don't know. Um, I probably should, seeing how it's my second job. But I don't. Um, but where the hell are the rest of them? See, this is what I'm talking about. The scattered ass. The scattered chaos. The organized chaos of, of the Republican Party. If, if all this were flipped, every governor, every mayor, every AG in the Democrat Party would be marching in lot goose step like they always do. But no, we got scattered ass all over the place. And... Nothing's getting done. Y'all, we got to fix it. We can make them get up off their asses. We can. We got the power. It takes the numbers. It's going to take most of us, including me. After passing the... Moving on. Oh, you know what? Um, well, update. Getting closer. About a month closer to me being very visible and active so I told y'all when I do something it's got to be big it, I've always been that way always ever since I was, I was a little puppy alright so moving on uh, after passing the Protecting Girls Sports Act five times in the Texas Senate it finally is on its way to Governor Absence desk to be signed into law. This is a huge victory for all girls, and I mean that. Congratulations, ladies. Whether you hate us for it or not, you're welcome. Um, now you got a chance. It's fair play now. Boys against boys, girls against girls, the way God intended it. Just in case, moving on. 
just in case of anti-Trump. Oh, oh, just just a little, just a little something special here. So, uh, anti-Trump Munslinger is married to attorney for ex-FBI lawyer Lisa Page. Officials say Judge Christopher Cooper's ties to leading American Nazis, a.k.a. Democrats, and key figure in discredited Trump pressure probe should disqualify him from case of Michael Sussman, lawyer who fed anti-Trump dirt to FBI while hiding connection to Hillary Clinton campaign. That is so damn special. I'm telling y'all, don't get your hopes up, please. Don't, don't, don't. Just don't do it. I'm not even going to go on with that story. I'm not even going to because I don't want people to get false hope. Nothing happens. No, no, no. I said it. I'm going to stick with it. Uh, screw it. Last week, Special Counsel FBI appointed to oversee the probe into FBI's investigation of former President Trump. Rightful print. There's a misprint there. Into the FBI's investigation of the rightful President Donald Trump indicted Michael Sussman, a lawyer for the 2016 Hitlery Clinton presidential campaign. Republicans and Trump allies are optimistic about the latest development and nobody knows why. Now I'm moving on. Okay, this right here is what I've been talking about ladies and gentlemen. Our messaging. Our messaging. Honestly, do a pop quiz with the people you know. Do a pop quiz. And I don't mean your friends because you and I have gotten a long time ago we got to the point of if you don't, if you're not like me, screw you, get the hell out of my life. For the most part, some people are still clinging on. Um, which teach their own, but you'll be happier if you just get those crazy lunatics out of your damn life. You, you will, unless unless they they got the splinter butt because they're straddling the fence somehow, some way. Um, don't waste your time. But anyway, build up, build up numbers if you can. But if they're far left, don't don't waste your time. Get them out of your life. Cut the fat. Cut your losses. Move on. But anyway, this is what I'm I'm talking about here, and this is somebody that I believe it or not have a lot of respect for Glenn Beck. I do. His Wednesday specials he puts out are spectacular and very informative. And very well done, but he is still stuck. He has this Pollyannish look, outlook on things about how we can just get politics back how it used to be. It's never going to be that way again. It's always going to be a vicious ass blood sport conducted in Thunderdome. That's Thunderdome. That is modern politics. Two men enter, one man leaves. And it can be a woman too. You know what I mean? That was from the movie. Two men enter, one man leaves. Anyway, the this is Blaze Media. This is what I'm talking about. The irony is unreal. Video shows VP Kabbalah Harris walking toward airplanes so she can jet over to Nevada to talk about climate crisis. As the fraudulent Biden administration peddles climate alarmism and pushes for the U.S. and the world to act to combat the crisis. Many people noted the potent irony of a tweet on Kabbalah Harris's feed that featured a video of Harris preparing to board an airplane so she could fly to Nevada to talk about climate concerns. You know, and this they always they always throw this in here. 
Because remember, you and I, we didn't go to college. A lot of us didn't even make it through high school because we said, screw this, I'm going to go get a job and make money. I want to buy that hot rod over there. Um, that's a cool car. It's for sale. I want it. I'm going to go make money. Um, or times are tough at home, and we went and got a job so we could help out like I did. Um, here's a quote from Kabbalah Harris. Today, I'm heading to Lake Mead in Nevada to discuss the climate crisis and why we must make, here it is, historic investments, historic investments like by the trillions, uh, to not only create jobs by eliminating every single damn job and especially those pesky careers that offer good pay yearly uh, raises and promotions and great health benefits because we hate you sons of bitches oh I added all that she said to not only create jobs but preserve our planet for generations to come the tweet stated why do they always say like Mark Cuban that's mother effing dunce that dunce how does somebody that uh, see, I, I say all the time, no, they're not stupid. Quit saying that they're stupid. That's obviously not all of them because AOC is as bright as a burned out light bulb. But I think Mark Cuban might be there too. I, I think he's, he's just lucky. I don't know. I've never talked to him. I don't know if he's smart or not. I just know every time he talks, I want to punch the damn screen. But anyway. They always say, well, by eliminating those jobs, we're going to create more jobs. There'll be more jobs created. No, there won't. And there ain't no damn place for me in your new job. And you know it. You filthy ass liars. You know there's no place for me. See, I've said this before in the older days, and I've gained a lot of subscribers since I said this. This was the old... Uh, one, two and one thing, the camera microphone combination thing that was terrible. There is something that a lot of people may not know about the elite, the air quotes ruling class elite in this world, not just in America, in the world. Okay, all these globalist elitist POSs. This fact is the stick in their craw it's the burr under their saddle it's the thorn in their ass it's the flaming hemorrhoid that they can't get rid of it irritates the absolute crap out of them they can't stand this fact you ready this fact that they can't do a damn thing without us they can't do they can't get through their day-to-day -day life without us being involved in it they can't do any of the stuff we do I bet Jeff maybe Mark Cuban can but I'm willing to put money that Jeff Bezos doesn't even know how to pump gas I'm willing to bet money that Jeff Bezos and Gates and all these other mother efforts they can't go to a grocery store and know what to do. I would love to see any one of them at a self-check. I would. I, I would like to see any one of them without technology to get them through their day. They would be lost. Most of them would be curled up in the damn fetal position crying for mommy. After about 10 minutes tops. Alright, but they always throw this create jobs create jobs look we ain't talking about jobs you dirty bastards we're talking about careers we're talking about people coming out of high school or trade school and they start down at the bottom and they work their way to the top you see the fact that they can't do without us but we can do without them 
we can get by without them. Now, people argue and say, no, man, no, no, they're the billionaires. They own the companies. Not every company is owned by a billionaire. A lot of the, I work for a place that it's not owned for a billionaire. It's a family shop. It's a small family shop, and we crank out enough product that's grade A, and we compete with global companies, big-time companies, because our product gets turned out, and it's got care involved in it. It's not just mass-produced, slapped-together crap. We turn out good product. So we pull business from the big boys. All right, so not every company has to be owned by a billionaire or multi-millionaire or even a millionaire. Now I'm sure the owner of my company is probably a millionaire. I'm sure I'm sure he is. He lives simple though, but anyway. See, that let me state that fact, that one irritant, which is why they push to bring in replacements for us, which is why they're pushing for automation, computers, robots, and all that stuff to replace us. Because it pisses them off to no ends that they can't do without us. But we're fine without them. So that's why they go to create jobs. Now they don't ever say for who, do they? No, of course not. Create jobs. What's a job? Job is a, a series of tasks that needs to be completed. That's a job. Right? A career. A place you could build a career out of means at least once a year you get a, a review. Some places it's quarterly. Sometimes it's, it's uh, uh, biannually. But there's a regular, there's a process, there's a, there's a schedule. And you build yourself up. You, you show up, you bust your butt, you build up and you end up by the time you retire, you've got a match 401k, you got top-notch healthcare, you got all this stuff. It's something to work for, it's something to strive for. They don't want to offer that no more. What's the best place, best way to replace us? Import workers and save money until you can build all your damn robots. That's why it always it, it irritates the crap out of me. But something that really, that I'm really focused on here is stop with the irony. Stop with the, the hypocrisy. Oh, the hypocrisy of that state. Shut up. That's not what it is. Right? And, and she went off on what? A private jet? This is them saying we rule over you we're in charge you don't got a damn thing to say to me that's what they're saying this isn't irony or hypocrisy knock that crap off I've been saying that for a long time too hell remember what was it last year No, no. So it was a couple years ago. It was a couple years ago. It was pre-COVID. When uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and the guy that in invented the internet, not really invented the internet, Dole, they, they each took, there was like 13, 12, 13 celebrities, and they each took their own private jet to fly around California and give speeches on climate change and reducing your carbon footprint. They took private jets to like puddle hop around California. They didn't even leave the state. It was just in California. They made like three or four stops in, in the same state and then each needed their own private jet. You're telling me that you couldn't all throw in together and just buy all the seats on the airplane? Whatever you had to do to go give speeches about reducing your carbon footprint. On, on, I mean, it, this, it's always been like that. We say you do because y'all are stupid. You're not rich like us. 
That means you're stupid. That's 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 their whole thing. We say you do. Yeah. We had comments all the time. People said that should torpedo Trump's Trump's voting against Hillary Clinton right there. But they just praised her when she called us all deplorables. You see, they say we do. It's not hypocrisy. And it isn't a lie. They actually believe it. It isn't irony, a lie, or hypocrisy. So I wish everybody would stop. From Fox News. House Representative Stafford faces child porn charges. I, I got his... I need to get the white... That's what I need to do. I need to get my wire clippers. And it needs to be part of the set. I tell you what, I tell you what, I tell you what. Man, I got some pliers and some nail clippers. Oops. And they're on the floor. Good, they'll get they'll get dirty down there and cause an infection. That'll be better. Well, I got these little clips here, these little black plastic clips. Yeah. I got I got some ways here. I got these, yeah, with the. I got some clips here, some pliers. I got a screwdriver up here, yeah, and some and some toenail clippers. I'll solve his little problem for him. Uh, Stephen Barrett, 41 of Burke, Virginia, was arrested on Wednesday and charged with 10 felonies related to possessing child pornography. Fairfax County Police said. Search of his home recovered multiple electronics. The Washington Post reported that he was being held without bond. There we go. And is expected back in court next month. Barrett's attorney did not return calls seeking comment. That is good news. Uh, the the uh, it, it's growing. It's growing. Uh, I was doing that on purpose. Remember that he is Johnny. Um, it's getting close to Halloween. I did a scene from The Shining. What? Uh, Bing News. Piedmont, Piedmont, Piedmont Rockdale Hospital in Conyers, Georgia of Atlanta has a very impressionable statement on their website presenting themselves as a non-profit facility providing compassionate care and states they claim from July 1st 2019 through July 30th 2020 they provided 340 million in uncompensated care and community benefit programming to the communities we serve I found this article about an elderly black man who was described as incoherent fevered catheters still in place and UTI and elevated heart rate and signs of sepsis when staff dressed him, walked him down to the door of the ER and left him there. When I asked about this, a spokesman stated that he had been there for 35 days, which is maximum Medicare would pay they claimed he was offered alternative choices and he did not take any of them a concerned citizen saw him and contacted the police the responding officer called ems and when they examined him and loaded him into the ambulance and unloaded him at er doors to readmit him hopefully this was resolved in a positive way <sighs> So, they say one thing and do another. I'm pretty sure that's that. Yep, okay. Fortenberry indicted Republican Rep. Jeff Fortenberry, Fortenberry of Nebraska has been indicted to the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Central District of California. Federal Grand Jury Indictment charges U.S. 
Rep. Jeff Fortenberry with one count of scheming to falsify and conceal material facts of making false statements to federal investigators looking into illegal contributions to his 2016 campaign. Full announcement coming. I'm going to move ahead to a very special hero. Well, one more, one more, one more. National review Chicago is adding to its deficit even as it receives a federal bailout. Finances are so shaky in Chicago that even with 3.5 billion, that's our money. That's our money. That's not just like people in Chicago's tax dollars going back to them. No, that's from the nation. See, right here, 3.5 billion in federal aid. Lightfoot raised 76.5 million property tax hike in her new budget plan. The business community pushed back. Can anything be done to save the financial future of one of America's largest cities? I mean, it used to be a, a cool uh, vacation destination. Not anymore. Not any damn more. Nobody's going to go there. Nobody's going to go there. And that's why, see, New York, California, Chicago, all used to be big-time tourist destinations. People from all over the world want to see those movies. How many, how many movies have you seen with New York in it? A hundred million? How many with Chicago? Close to the same amount. How many movies with California in it? All the rest of them? Right? Okay, so when people want to travel, oh, hey, man, I, must, I want to go to California and see that place where, uh, I don't know, whatever movie was shot. Right? I want to go to Chicago and see this. I want to go to New York and see this. Right? People from all over the world do that. All over the world. Not anymore. And the people live there, the business owners, they're like, screw you, I'm out. I'm out. They're losing more money than they will ever be able to recover. It, I, I don't. I don't feel sorry for the the people there. I don't. All it seems like all the good people are getting out. I hope all the rest of the good people are getting out. I don't want the good people to get out. People I was talking about are Lightfoot and all the all the elected officials because they have not been reminded that they are just employees. But yeah, they're going. To, they're bankrupting former destination hotspots because they're not getting that tourist money anymore. Boom. Period. The end. Kind of like uh, De Blasio and Cuomo were touting that the the crime rates dropping when they had the entire city locked down and no tourists could come in. Like, well, people aren't getting mugged anymore. Look at my piercings. They tell the truth. Right? And it's like, well, nobody can do anything. Nobody can go outside. Nobody can come visit your damn city. You, That was close. All right. A very special story. We're going to wrap it up with this. A very special hero story from Stories of Inspiration. This is what I was talking about earlier and yesterday. First, before everybody else did. Ethan, man, my gosh, Ethan Katik and Riken Glue and Jackson Brown. Oh, that's a cool name right there. Both 17. So the first one's 18, the other two are 17. Of Edmonton, Canada, got a taste of what it really feels like to save lives. They were heading to a local basketball court. They looked up and saw smoke pouring from the Citadel Muse West Retirement Facility. But instead of simply gawking at the disaster in progress, they pulled over and rushed to the retirement home to see if they could help. The brave teens first went, all, went to the staff members gathered at the entrance, and when they learned that there were still residents inside the building, the one that's on fire, 
they didn't hesitate to go in after them. They ran up to the fourth floor and began systematically and began to systematically empty the rooms. Bang on the door, yell fire, and tell them to get out fast. Smoke began to fill the hallways, and the roof was soon fully engulfed in flames. At times, they would open a door to find a room on fire, but they were so focused on evacuating everyone that they didn't have time to be afraid. They only wanted to get people out as calmly as possible and make sure they knocked on every door. Quote, we did our best and that's all we could do, he said, Jackson added. The only thing that was going through my mind is what if I miss someone and they're stuck in the building? Ethan rushed into the burning building to help out. Since many residents were already evacuated, he concentrated on gathering up the pets that had been left behind. When he found a woman struggling to make her way outside, he picked her up and carried her in his arms. Quote, a little old lady needed some help down the stairs. So I carried her down the stairs. That was a pretty big moment for me. And then the majority of time I just stayed and made sure people kept their distance and let the firefighters handle the business. After this experience, Ethan said he is convinced that he wants to be a firefighter, whether they pursue a life-saving career or not, would say all of these young men are incredible heroes and hopefully an inspiration to all the people that want to see a crime being committed and pull out their phone instead of their fist, a pocket knife, or a pistol, or brass knuckles, or a trash can lid, or a trash can, or a stray cat, or anything, and throw it at somebody, a rock, a brick, something. My job is not the only reason I walk around steel-toed boots all the time. Every time I put on my boots, steel-toed boots. Um, okay, thank you for joining me for another episode of A Working Man's Take, brought to you by the Blue Collar News Network, exclusively on Locals. You can find me on Rumble, Anchor, on Spotify, uh, by typing in Working Man's Take or a working man's take on parlor clout hub and getter is capital a capital r capital v lowercase i g n e a u x no spaces no extra nothing's just all like it's one word with three capital letters at the front on me we is my name andrew vigneault thank you for joining me for another episode of working man's take i've been your host andrew vigneault as always because it's my damn show i'm the only one that hosted and I will see y'all next time.